Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Believe and Listen Talk Radio from New York with Carla Blaha, Evidential Medium. Weekly conversations on all things spiritual and metaphysical, discussions, callers, and readings. Cultivate your personal connection to spirit and the universe. Learn that the impossible is actually possible. Hello, this is Carla Blaha, Evidential Medium. Welcome. I'm a medium out of the New York metropolitan area. My website is CarlaBlaha.com. I'm on Facebook as Carla Blaha Evidential Medium. Instagram, Carla Blaha Medium. I teach many metaphysical classes as I am a former teacher. I do readings on the phone and in person in a lot of large groups. And best I can tell you is I love my job. I've chosen to do this show on a medium's perspective for a couple of reasons. One being that when you're a medium, it's a little bit of a lonely job. There's no support groups for mediums. When you go to events, you're always the only medium there, unless it's a metaphysical event. And when you look at TV, which I'm very grateful for the media, uh, putting out the shows that they do and shows that, that we're real and not all sitting on mountaintops and things like that, which is nothing wrong with, but there we're real people as well. But what it doesn't show is our side and our perspective of what we face on a daily basis in a job that when we take it seriously, which I do, is we're healers and we're here to help people. And that sets us up for scrutiny and vulnerability. And it's not always easy because we don't know who the people are or what baggage they come in with, because at least I don't ask for any information about someone except their first name. And this show is going to actually be a little different because my personality is very comfortable in front of large crowds. And I tend to have a flair about me. And the other shows that I've done, I've been very calm and relaxed. And hello, this is Carla Blaha Medium. And I felt uncomfortable because it wasn't me. And I'm more theatrical as a human. So when I read you or when you see me at a party or anywhere, I have the same personality. I don't change it. And for Blog Talk Radio, I was changing it. And I have a client who is a, a real DJ. <laughs> he's on Sirius XM Radio, and he's been on ver- various other big-time radio networks. And he emailed me, and he said, I've been listening to you, and I'm very interested, and I've seen you. You've given me readings. I've seen you in a group, and I'm going to tell you what advice I was given. You're holding back. And I am. I'm holding back when I talk on this show. <clears throat> Excuse me. So now what I'm going to do is actually try to be more of who I am. Now, granted, I'm from New York, so there's a little bit of an edge. So I actually did this show in a recorded session, and I deleted it because I thought, oh, gosh, maybe that's too strong. But I'm going to do this one live, and this is who I am, whether I'm reading you, whether I'm talking on, uh, on this show or you're meeting me on a street. This is who I am. It is excessively important for me to talk about what we go through as mediums. I'm telling you, it's, it's fascinating. We take our work very seriously, and we take it to heart. And it never ceases to amaze me on a daily basis, still, how things come up and how things work out and the serendipity and the synchronicity of events. When you look at TV, you often see, you only see the sitter's perspective of, of the connecting we make to your loved ones and maybe not so loved ones and how it's helped 
you. And that is our job. But you never see what we feel like before we go into a reading, what our emotions are, and how we feel when the reading is over. Many mediums, from the top mediums, because I've trained with them, down to somebody you've never even heard of. It doesn't mean they're not good. You just may not have heard of them. We beat ourselves up. It reminds me of the priests and the nuns. Well, not about the nuns, but the priests in the old days that took the whip and would whip themselves in the back. There's a name for that. Because honestly, if we can't give you what you need and want, it upsets us. And if you are a true medium, we will give you what you need, and it isn't always what you want. But I always say you'll get what you need. So for us, readings can go beautifully. I have, when I have a very high bar for myself, and when I meet that bar, I'm thrilled. In fact, it's so high, it's a tad unrealistic. My friends and colleagues have often said I need to take it down a bit because I do beat myself up. When I meet that bar, I know I've done a good reading. But if the person sitting before me is looking for something else, even if I was completely accurate, they're not happy. That puts me at risk of my reputation, my emotions, and them being upset. My job is to have somebody leave in a better state they were than when they came in. And yet I have to be honest and frank with them. There's a huge diplomacy in this work. And it's very, very hard when you're up against a difficult energy. And I have to say, I'm completely lucky. And, you know, luck, you know, the law of attraction, I don't know what it is. The vast majority of people I read are lovely. So I'm not out to have violins playing in the background or to bash clients that I've had difficulty with. What I'm out to do today is to speak for all mediums and show our side of the story. And I'm going to do that with examples. One example which comes to mind, I was reading a woman that, that came in. All I know is the first name. She came into a, a public place I read at. And I, I do this for a living. Her energy was tough. She was just tough, and she had a wall up. I'm used to that. Whether that's nervousness, fear, or anger, we're up against it all. Our job is to make you feel comfortable and do our job. So I did my job. I connected to her mother clearly. I gave the pieces of evidence I felt I needed to prove that I had her mother, which is three to five, five to eight pieces of evidence that I couldn't possibly know specific things. Otherwise, I might be getting information like a name or something like this that would be psychic versus medium. That's a, whole, that's a whole other story. But I had the evidence. I was able to produce names, dates, serial numbers, as I call it, and I met my bar. She wore down by the end. It was more relaxed. As what, this is what often happens. She literally stood up to leave, stopped, and said, well, I mean, now her attitude completely changed back to how it was, but worse when she came in. And she said, I told my mother, meanwhile, the mother's dead, mind you. I told my mother I wouldn't believe any of this unless you gave me the code word that I came up with in the car on the way here. And I said to her, I can't do that. You've just, I'm, I'm disconnected now somewhat, but you've also taken me off guard. We, you already have your validation. This was an amazing reading. You were fine a minute ago. She's like, fine. If you can't do that, and I'm giving you the tone, and it was probably even worse than that, then what was my nickname? And she just went at me and challenged me after, you know, 45 minutes or an hour of her crying. And I told her I couldn't do that. Now, granted, if this was six or seven years ago, it might not have ended this way. But as I've grown and, and worked on my own self in this work, I hugged her 
and I wished her well and asked her to save the recording and hopefully it would help her down the road. Now, I received information for her partner, her partner's family, names. I mean, it was really going to be helpful, but I didn't give her the code word, so now she was unhappy. So that whole reading fell on deaf ears, at least at that moment. And that is the type of reading that I have learned not to beat myself up too much over. But I did because it was really amazing. And she shut down and lost it. That's the kind of thing. I don't know what baggage people come to me with, where their emotions are. I do turn down readings because I simply can't have people who are in such a horrible emotional state that what I say will make or break them. I'm not the person you need then. A medium is not who you need. You need to be actually, ironically, a pretty good state when you get read by a medium because you need to be open to to great Uncle Harry versus your own father. Actually, I had a person last week, excuse me, maybe the week before, I think it was the week before, she sat down in front of me and she said, I want no mediumship. I only want a psychic reading. She was vehement and very tough on that. I said, okay. And that's difficult for me because I will be bringing the dead folk through. It's what I do. And I held them back. I gave her the reading. She, and it was really a psychic reading. That's what it was. And she said, I already know all of this. Meanwhile, I didn't know who she was. She walked in. I just knew her first name. And she said, I thought this was going to be like mediumship. And you were going to tell me names and this and this and this and the time that this happened in my life and what happened to me when I was five and what happened last week and what's going to happen next and what day it's going to happen. And I explained to her that wasn't a psychic reading. And she's getting heated and heated. And I, I, again, I've learned. So I kept my cool. And she then said, fine, do mediumship. And I, I said to her, now I can't because you've upset me. You've shifted my energy and I'm not going to be able to read you. So we're going to stop your reading now at 30 minutes. I will not charge you for the hour and we're going to stop. And then she said, where's my husband? And I'm telling you, the, the, the attitude I probably am not even doing justice to. So here I am trying to work so hard and I'm in a meditative you know, state where I'm trying to keep a frequency and vibration to help her. And when she said, where's her husband? Now I'm thinking, is this a a missing person's case? Because I get those. And I said, is he missing? She wouldn't answer me. And then I just proceeded to actually spend the hour with her, believe it or not, because I had the time, and discuss with her what a psychic reading really is and how to receive it. All for me to find out later that her husband actually was dead. So technically, she probably was looking for a mediumship reading, but she had had one apparently the week before. So that reading went poorly, and I beat myself up for about a minute until I realized, no, that, that's not me either. I'm not, that, <laughs> I can't, not that there aren't some days where I just simply can't connect to who you need. That, that's a fact. But we really, it's tough to read through if people come in with addictions and are currently addicted and on a medication or a drug or alcohol. I can't read through that. I, you know what it's like when someone needs to hear an apology for 20 years and you get that their loved one and you prove your evidence left and right and it's very healing, but that dead person doesn't say they're sorry? I honestly struggled for a very long time thinking, I know that they just want the apology. They came through loving with facts and evidence. Should I just say they tell you they're sorry? And I'll tell you, I can't do it. I cannot do it if I don't hear it in my head. I cannot do it. But I have learned a way in which saying, which is true, if your loved ones have come this far to meet 
to, to bring you to me. Suffice it to say they love you. Now, I will have people take responsibility for their um, actions, and I, I do pass that on, and I do get the apologies. But, but not always. I don't know. It, it's just something that I think that nobody realizes after we spend a day of doing this really, truly miraculous thing that I'm still in awe of on a daily basis, and which is amazing to me that I'm still in awe of, of my job um, on a daily basis, which I'm very grateful for, um, that, that when we do that, that it falls on deaf ears. That happens a lot, and I have to hope that your recordings you listen to at a later date and you understand. Uh, another example is I had a gentleman um, come to my house and he was looking for a reading. You know, I was reading his wife, his sister-in-law, a group of people the following week, but he came first. His wife set it up. When you can make someone cry, and I'll be frank with you, if you can make a man cry, you know you've reached him because there, there is a wall that's often blocked up with men. Sorry about that, but it's a fact. It's just the way our culture breeds us, I guess. And he was crying. And to me, if you're crying, you're healing, and I'm doing my job. I even gave him an extra 20 minutes because he actually was so tough, but not in the way that the other people I've described are. He just, I could see, was difficult processing what I was saying, and I was hitting into old wounds, and you have to be careful with that. You can't just blatantly go off and tell people things. We have a responsibility, I believe, ethically and morally, to help people, not harm them. So after the reading was done, he came back to earth, just like the other lady, stood up and said, well, this was of absolutely no help to me. And I looked at him. I just said, I read you for an extra 20 minutes free of charge. Please listen to this recording. So then I, when he left, I thought, well, there goes all the rest of his family are going to cancel on that reading. And can I tell you, they called the next day and I thought, oh, here's the cancellations. She said, do you have anything sooner? And I said, you know, I read your husband. And she said, I do. I listened to the recording. I'd like to get in sooner. And I said, he did not have a good experience. She said, oh, I know. That's because he was shut down and what you told him he didn't want to hear, but it was all true. So really, the state of mind you enter a reading in is vital for you and for me. So please, 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 if you're, if you're not in the right state, just don't get a reading because we really, really want to help you. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to attempt to pick up a caller. You have to realize I've never done this before. So let me try and see what happens. So bear with me if I don't have a clue because I can talk to dead people, but I don't know technology. Let's try this. Hello. Hello. Hi, can I help you? Hi. I hear you. Hi, I was actually just calling to uh, get a mini read. Oh, well, thank you for calling, but I'm not actually doing readings today at all. I'm just talking about mediumship or perspective. But my next show, I'm going to be doing that. Okay, no problem. Well, I actually think I have the, the gift as well because I'm, I remember I was in the bar and I met this guy and I don't know why I was able to read him and I had a man crying at the bar, bar and um, he he was like, oh, my God. He walked out because he was so scared, but then he came back and he, he said I helped him uh, get through some things. So um, I really think I uh, also have a gift as well. I'm not sure to what extent. What is your first name, please? It's uh, Tanisha. Tanisha. 
Tanisha, I absolutely would agree that you probably do because without being cliche, everybody has a sixth sense. I wrote a book on it um, called Get Your Vibe Back because you do not have five senses. You have six senses. Everybody comes in with them on a different frequency and vibration, and it's a muscle, and you work it out, and you will get better and better and better. So don't mm. second-guess yourself. You, you do and go and exercise that. Just be cautious because, as I'm saying, some people are very fragile, and you want to make sure that you do help them like you did him. And I'm telling you, if they're crying, you're doing a job. Mm. Okay, great, great. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you for calling in. I appreciate it. And maybe we'll talk to you again. Yeah, you will. You will, definitely. Great. Have a great day. You too. Hello, caller. Good morning. Good morning. This is Christina, and I'm enjoying your conversation here. Um, I was wondering what your thought is on animals coming to visit you. Oh, that's a great question. Tell me your first name again, please. Um, Christina. Oh, Christina. Hi. Animals, for me as a medium, come through as easily as people. They're a mammal. So I can do a whole reading uh, via a pet. It doesn't often happen with a whole reading, but I have actually done a reading for an hour that came through from one dog. So pets come to visit. They actually stay with you more than a person does. Where a person can give you signs and visit, but they have a job on the other side, pets tend to linger a bit more and or around you. So you can actually ask your pet that's crossed over for a sign, just like you would a person. Well, well that's interesting. But, um, I was really rather talking about that because one day I opened my door and um, it's at nighttime. And, you know, you know, I don't know. Well, I guess everybody could probably feel this. I, you know, I walk out my door and I could feel, like, eyes on me. And I'm like, who's looking at me? So I look around and I see nobody. So I'm still standing there. And then I just happened to look up, and there's three owls in my tree looking at me, all three of them. And, um, oh, and there so were little white talking, owls. So I was like, what kind of message is that? You know, so that's what I, okay. I was just um, wondering, like, when when uh, wild animals come to give you a visit, like, what, I mean, what thoughts do you have on that? Oh, you see why I answered it the other way? As a medium, I see everything is dead, and they're coming to visit. But I actually have a lot of thoughts. No, no, I have a lot of thoughts on that. I used to write for um, a spiritual magazine online, and I actually did some articles on spiritnow.com on animals and animal totems. And actually, I, I was researching it last night, so it's funny that you call in with this. Absolutely. I would look up an owls, and three of them is, is like the hyperspeed. Um, so in other words, one owl means one thing. Three means you better really listen. I would look up the animal um, totem or spirit animal. They're two different things of what the owl totem means because spirit. you will get messages from living animals. I had one from a fox yesterday. That's why I was looking it up. So I'm not an expert oh, in totems or spirit animals, but the owl obviously is the wise old owl and has something to do with that. Also look for what flies in front of your car, what runs in front of your car, and what's hanging around your doors. They absolutely okay. give you messages. And think about 
what you were thinking at the time or what situation you're involved in because that's usually how they will help you. Oh, and then can I tell, I don't know if this is, um, you know, a coincidence or this is, um, I don't know how to say it, or if this is something that, a sign that they were trying to give me all along because it was odd. I had, I have a brother-in-law, I don't know, because he's divorced from my sister, and um, I hadn't seen him in years and years and years and years, and all of a sudden, one day when I was sitting in my room, I heard him whisper in my left ear, did you know I passed away? And I go, what? And then uh, and I said, what? And then he goes, yeah, it's me, Richard. I passed away. And I'm like, oh, my God. So then I looked it up on the internet, and the odd thing is he passed away three years ago. And I had seen those owls before he told me. And then, like, maybe a, like three weeks later, I was taking my daughter to her. Um, she volunteered. She's She's only um, 15, so she don't drive yet. I was taking her to her volunteer job, and I was going around this corner, and three javelinas crossed in front of me. And it was—it's weird because he told me three years, and then the day—the day he told me it was in March, and that's the third month. Mm. It was just everything's three, 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 three. So was that? I was just trying to say, okay, then that must be him telling me that, you know, it was three years ago, and I don't, I'm not sure. I wasn't sure how to make up all these threes, you know. Well, so the like, threes are so significant. That, I would look okay. up, there are ways, um, not just in numerology, I'm not a numerologist, but numbers, there is meaning. So you can actually look up the meaning. Adoring Virtue actually has a, an app and a book for that. Look up the number three, but also look up 33 and 333. So that okay. will also and tell you, you. And what do you think about like, um, like sometimes like I, I, I um, I'd be like me and my husband like yesterday we're sitting down and then like there's a hallway right there like at the end of where our couch is. I could I could keep hearing like um, voices or some kind of whispering, but there was nobody else home but me and him, and nothing else was turned on except for the TV that we were looking at. But I could keep hearing something, and then I would, like, try to listen, and I couldn't hear. I'm like, what are you trying to tell me? Who's trying to tell me what? But I could just hear, like, they were whispering from far, far, far away, but I can hear. But I can't hear them. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Um, some people and I was get getting that. A little, I was getting frustrated because I'm like, I can't hear you, you know? Yeah, what I would do with that, um, that's clear audience in a way where you, I don't hear like that. I hear it in my head. I would let it go. Tell them I can't hear you. You'll have to reach me another way and just leave it. Don't, don't stress over it or don't put uh, much thought in that. Um, okay. And so, what do you think about your body shaking? Like there'd be times like I'm near people and I'm like, my body will like in the inside will feel like jello. Like it'll shake. And I'm like, Oh my God, what is well, it? Not, and it doesn't have. You may be sensitive to frequencies and energies and vibrations of, of other people. You can help yourself with that, with grounding stones that are in the black family. Um, okay. I'm going to have to go just because I have to be fair. I've got a bunch of calls coming in, and I want to answer okay. some of okay. the others. But get the bra- okay, um, I would say go with obsidian or onyx, and that will help you with that. Okay, then. Thank you okay. very much. And you Thank have you, a Christina. Okay, Thanks. bye-bye. Bye. Hello, caller. Hi, thank you very much. What's your name? 
Wendy. Hi, Wendy. How can I help you? Hi. Um, I started a new job on July the 5th, and it was a nightmare because me and two other people could not get into computer systems that we needed to be trained on. It's for a call center job for medical insurance. And anyway, uh, that went on for three days. I asked if they could put me in a new class. They said no. And then the following week, I had to ask questions because I was like brand new and they didn't like that. So then I got creative and I said I needed a window of time off to fix my hearing aids under ADA. And so they did allow me to take time. Let me stop you for one second, Wendy. Not that I don't want to help you because I do, but this show is about a medium's perspective. And if you need a psychic reading, that's or a mediumship reading, that's not what I'm doing. So I don't want you to have to go through your whole speech and me not be able to help you. Okay. Thank you very much. Okay. So you, I'm going to do next week. I'm going to do that. I'm going to have callers and we'll do some readings, but today is about um, mediumship and ideas on mediumship and our perspective on, and clients. So it's not that I don't want to help you. I certainly will when I can. That sounds Thank great. You for, Thank you very much. Thank you so much for calling. Certainly. Thanks. Bye. Okay. So I'm sorry for the callers that I'm, I'm leaving off right now. I just, I've got to stick to this time limit or I'll be talking and I'll be moving on and it'll end. Um, to go back to, and I love the callers, so it's not that, but to go back to um, our perspective and when you're walking into a reading, you're also very focused on what it is you, again, you need to hear. So I, I was reading a woman, and I, again, I always use real examples, and she apparently, I found out later, only wanted to hear why her husband really had a heart attack and died immediately. I told her I needed to give her validation. I said, who's the man that died rapidly? That was him. I said, he talks about a pool being covered over. He's with the young person who died from a blood issue. And I said, he's showing me rows of gardens and flowers and trees growing. What does this mean? Everything I said, she said no to. Um, finally, I stopped the reading. And I kept, I kept saying, or can you let me prove who I have? And then I'll answer what I can. So I actually had to stop the reading and send her on her way. Her daughter was with her. I gave the daughter the recording, which was extensive, and I didn't charge her, uh, and I should have, uh, because I really did my job. And I said, please listen to this, because I, I know that you're going to understand this. I just can't read her. Do you know that she got back to me and told me her father, yes, died of the heart attack, which the mother did confirm. The younger brother had died of leukemia at five. They had filled in their swimming pool, and he was a landscaper. She missed all of what I was saying because she only wanted to hear why he died. If you just go into a reading open, we can help you with so much more ease. And it's not always black and white, but we we need to prove what we have um, in order to be able to give you something. Because it might make you feel better if we tell you they love you, they miss you, and they're sorry. But you can walk away from us thinking we're not real. So we can't just let us do our jobs because, you know, I left there and I did read some other people after that. One was not successful. I actually had to let her go, too, uh, because she had the very same problem. The other three were wonderful because they came in with tell me whatever and I'll accept it or not, but just do your job. So 
that was hard for me. It took me about 20 minutes of having to recenter and meditate to be able to um, begin my next readings because it upsets us when we can't help you. And I don't even feel I've done a thorough job in presenting our side. But just realize that when our day ends, we don't get to go home and talk to anybody about it because nobody does this work. So I very much enjoy getting together with fellow mediums and you know colleagues of mine so we can just say, we can't give names of people, but we can say, oh, and this happened to me. And it just makes us feel better because there's somebody out there understanding um, what we go through. Because let's face it, really, you don't go to college to be a medium. I mean, I have a bachelor's degree. I have a master's degree. None of it is in mediumship. So there's not a pool for me to choose from. So please just know that we really are people. And we, after we leave you, we pick up our kids at school and we have to go to the doctors and we have to do everything else. And within that, we're now helping you heal. So we kind of take that with us sometimes. I learned to leave a lot of stuff now. I kind of leave it at the office. But we all can't do that all the time. So anyway, I feel that this is going to need further exploration. So let's, um, let's do the business part of this before we get cut off. Again, my name is Carla Blaha. Yep, that's the real name, B-L-A-H-A. And my website's CarlaBlaha.com. Facebook, Evidential, Carla Blaha Evidential Medium. I, I have a book, Get Your Vibe Back. It's on Amazon. I also have an Oracle card book on my website. And I'll say it again, I love my job. So I will be having guests on. I've, I've broken the barrier of callers. And I'm doing this. So thanks for calling in. I'm sorry for those I couldn't pick up. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe and Listen with Carla Blaha. You can find Carla at CarlaBlaha.com. To increase your personal sixth sense, Carla's book, Get Our Vibe Back, is available on Amazon Kindle. Tune in next week for more things metaphysical.